This is the G17 Podcast with Malik Gaines. This is Ricky Green. And shit, we get into high quality anime. You, know, you can't look no further than Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> Man, you can look to Full Metal Alchemist. There's, there's a couple other places you can look. I mean, I mean but yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho is great. It's top tier, no doubt about it. But oh, yeah. I mean, it's not even Tagashi's best work in my opinion. All right, it's not, but all right, check this out. <laughs> if you want to get into some good characters, like, as far as I look for in a good anime, it got to be characters. It got to be setting, and it got to be motivations. So when it came to Yusuke, he kind of just, he kind of just didn't fit the mold at first. Yeah, he's an he's an excellent protagonist. He's actually my second favorite protagonist of any anime. The first being Spike Spiegel. Uh, yeah, like like Yusuke was very very unique because like he he wasn't necessarily an anti-hero, but the way that he was presented to the audience just as a as a good for nothing. I'm just, like as a person who really just like like he 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 was just basically like just floating through life just getting into fights as it goes mm-hmm. and he wasn't really he wasn't pursuing anything. He had no goal. He had no actual reason to live. And it's crazy how they did that cuz we as the series went on and I don't even have nostalgia for this by the way cuz I just watched it this summer. We seen all that progress. And like when it come to use K Oh, sorry. They want to come to Yusuke. We see his whole motivation play out in front of us, and then you can see his mindset too. So it's like you can you can also feel like how he feels or how he thinks about a certain situation, but he don't fit the common protagonist role. Like you can see all his shortcomings within the first episode. Like that's kind of rare. Like even to this day, like you don't see anybody faults. In front, like you kind of see it, dirt, like as the series go on, and when it comes to like the man, just the man, just beautiful. <laughs> like you can't get no better than that. Well, you can, but in that same series, like when it comes to wait, hold on, wait. So my criteria for a good anime. First and foremost is character. Cause I was about to say, like, we just make this a UU podcast. Like, well, I mean, we, we kind of can. We can, just, we can just do two podcasts, low key. Like, I, I can really just, I can just dish about you. I can show for like twenty minutes. Oh man, screw it, let's do it. Yeah, right, fuck so, it. All right, let's, let's just keep rolling. Yeah, fuck it, keep rolling. Because all right, so like, who was your favorite character so far? From you, Hakusho? I yeah. mean, like, well, like, I, the more I, like, from every viewing, I enjoy Yusuke more, mm-hmm. but still, like, at the end of the day, my my favorite has always been Hiei, because, like, he's an, he's an edgelord, and, like, a, mm-hmm. lot, a lot of times, like, edgelords, they they feel like they're, like, the writers, something I can be trying too hard, or, mm-hmm. like, the voice actor is trying too hard, but... Because, uh, like, in both, like, I, I typically watch this show in English, and, it's, like, he has the same voice actor that did uh, Android 17, and, like, uh... Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and, like, and just, like, his voice actor, he's just, he just sounds really cool. Like, yeah, yeah like, he, like, he makes, like, every, like, he is a badass, like, he makes everything he does, like, and, like, the, like his his sinister, very calm, like, tone mm-hmm. can really add to that, that menacing, cool factor of his. Like I love like like you're like you're an ice demon like you know you're like you're born from an ice demon tribe but like like you're a yeah. fire demon like his whole his whole story like how how Yusuke's was like trying to find direction he was also very directionless yeah because like like from a different in a different way like and like but like yeah he does he and, and, and yeah like like how Yusuke went around fighting people to you know satisfy his his yeah. emptiness he actually did the same thing. Yeah, and I even loved like one of my favorite scenes was like when they finally showed his backstory and when he went back to the village, the ice village, to kill all of the 
all of the, you know, the ice demons for abandoning him. Yeah. Like, like, he didn't even, like, he didn't even want to do it. He was like, they're already dead inside. He was like, me killing them adds nothing to this. Yeah, that was a big, that actually was a big uh, revelation for he. Yeah, like, like, in general, like, the cast, like, that, like, that is one of the strongest casts of, of any anime, in my opinion. Like, one of, like, like the roster, like, I, yeah. like, I love the Bebop roster a lot. I love uh, the Hunter Hunter one, mm-hmm. the, the Full Metal Alchemist one, but, like, just, like, the way that the Yu Yu Hakusho characters bounce off of each other, they, they really seem like good friends. Yeah. That's true. I, like, the dialogue between them, man, like, you see, Kor- like Korobar and Yusuke, for instance, like when that first season, and then you just see, like, how they just bust each other chops, like they real friends, mm-hmm. like real friends would do. Yeah, like you can, like you can see through all the shit talking, you can see that it, they still care about each other at the end of the day. Like personally, for me, Korobar is my favorite character. Really now? Yeah, because you see, like the heart and soul of it. Because like when it comes to Korobar, you don't really expect nothing from him, like. That was already told, like, in the first, what, the first episode? Like, Korobar cannot, like, he cannot mess with Yusuke on a fighting level. Yeah, and it's like, on his own, like, he can fight. It's just that he can't beat up Yusuke. Like, yeah, so, like, I, yeah, I've always enjoyed Korobar. Like, he, he was always treated like his comic relief, but he was, like you said, comic relief with heart. Yeah, like, he was just su- such an underdog, especially when it comes to Hiei. Hiei don't even, like, you don't even like Korobar. It's like every, I love their relationship. I man, really do. Yeah, and that's like that example you said when they bounce off each other. Because like it's so versatile. Everything can just it just flows naturally without coming off force. Right. And I, like some anime struggle with that and mm-hmm. I'm I'm very like Tagashi, like he's like he he has a very, very good pen game and he's very good at like, you know, Hunter Hunter is another example. It's just like how good he has at making fleshed out characters. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, as you said, as you said, like, character makes a whole lot for any form of story. Yeah. I'm saying, unless you got, like, this, like, an awesome plot to, like, where the characters don't have to be too fleshed out, but that's what makes you Hakusho great is it has a great plot and it has great characters. It has great pacing. Mm-hmm. It's not too many bad things to say about it. It's really not. It's really not. Like, as far as you can... No. No, no, it's pretty good. Everything is just, everything you want is right there. You got a nice setting, you got the demon world, see how that works out. Somewhat of a power system. Yeah. It's somewhat, like, it's serviceable. Like, it, it does, it does its job. Like, it, it has a, I wouldn't say, like, a pedestrian start to it, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really pick up for me until, like, the Dark World Tournament stuff happens. Like, well, oh, actually, yeah. no, no, that's not true. Uh, when when I started getting into Yu Hakusho show was this was the episode when when we figured out who Yukina was when we started to we started to oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and then like you figure out she's being tortured for her her tears and like like that that was the scene that got me into it because since like since I was already into Hiei yeah to, like for because like when like he the he he's like he's running off saying hold on Yukina like I'm coming like. We don't know anything about Yukina, but I'm, for some reason, he ain't cares about her. Like, mm-hmm. a dude who don't give a crap about nobody is this weak woman that he actually wants to protect. That's when the intrigue of the show started to set in for me. Yeah, yeah. I would say, right around the Genkai tournament. Yeah, that stuff was cool. Because yeah. I like Genkai a lot. Yeah, and then when it came to, the, like, the last rounds, and, like, Yusuke had to fight that one guy, I forget his name. Well, Rando. Yeah, Rando. And then he made him small. Like, when he... When he broke Korobar bones and stuff. 
I forgot about that scene. Yeah. That, that is a really good scene. Yeah, like, once he got to doing that, and it's like, you can really see that friendship come out. Like, UK really, like, ready to throw this whole tournament out the way just to save him and stuff like that. And then you just... It was kind of gory. Like, it was kind of little, little, little unsettling at first. I ain't gonna lie to you. And yeah, he got the breaking and got the crunch. I'm like, oh my goodness, what are you gonna do next? <laughs> so, yeah, you got like that part, and mm-hmm. then, and then, then it starts to, then, then we start to meet the girl. Like, when, like, once the girl shows up, that's oh, yeah. like, that's when the show becomes like, oh, this is, this is starting to become can't miss TV. Uh, let me ask you though. What? Was it when the first time Tagoro showed up or when he showed up again? The scene, like when I was like, "To girls can't miss," was it, it was it was two in particular. It was mm-hmm. when you figured out that he was faking, yeah, that Kuwabara beat him. I love that scene, and I love the scene when he pops up in that parking garage. Oh my god! Like <laughs> like when he really is presented as Yusuke's boogeyman. Like yeah. like he was like, "Oh yeah, you thought you were hot shit," and then he just he just breaks all the pillars of the uh of the parking uh, uh, parking garage and he like Yusuke is just standing there as it's all tumbling around him and he knows like at this point in the game there's nothing I can do to touch this man. <laughs> and that was true. He caught him in that parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like that scene is fantastic to me. Like he's just stressed out that whole time. And then like then you move on to the Dark World tournament which is in my mind, either this or or the TN Dragon Ball tournament that that one that one Budokai tournament yeah like like those are like neck and neck for the best ever tournament arcs I've ever seen in an anime. Oh yeah, it's definitely. Well, and the tuning exams can't forget the tuning. Yeah, tuning. You can't forget Rock Lee. Yeah, fucking fucking beautiful. <laughs> oh shit, man! I'm, I'm trying now. Like when it comes to the Dark World tournament, what was your favorite fight? My favorite fight of the Dark World tournament. And I, 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 that's a good one, cause like I enjoy Jin. I was about to say Jin, like I really like Jin. That's that's what something I really liked about the Dark World tournament is that like it wasn't. Well, you actually in general, like it wasn't just about the raw power. Yeah, it's like like our 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 main big baddie of the season, Tagoro, is all raw power. But then you start to look at the different people, like Jin, who's like a like a wind master, and or we got like a, or Elder Tagoro, who who has like the the very interesting ability of like like you know shifting around his uh, his internal organs. It was just like like Tagashi. You could tell Tagashi had a lot of fun coming up with each individual power and, yeah, and like the characters like like some of these characters we only see for a few episodes and we never see them again but like still like he still put a lot of care into them and it's he put a lot of thought into them too because they actually you know they came back during what the third season i think and it's like yeah he really did put the care into them because like yeah you can see they they recur they like recurring characters in a way and they still you know they still carry on that personality that they had from the dark world tournament Oh my god! Yeah, and um, it was another standout fight. I love the uh, I love Yusuke's fight with Cho. Oh yeah, with the knives. Yeah, like like we can do all this cool stuff, but no, nah, like let's just put these knives here and let's just throw hands. Man, that was yeah, that was when Yusuke became the smoke man. <laughs> like Yusuke, Yusuke is awesome. Like you can't like he he went to his level and fought him on his level. Like he, he yeah. was scooped to any level that. The opponent will. Yeah, like like Yusuke just loves a good fight. Like at the end of the day, like it, regardless of how much he grew as a person, mm-hmm. there's just part of him that just enjoys combat. Mm-hmm. And like another standout moment from Yusuke of this arc, that uh, it's it's a scene. Uh, it was it was after Kar- uh, Karama, after Karama had beat the Ice Dude. 
Because remember, he got he got paralyzed by the dude who like covered him in his blood. Yeah. And then immediately after, he had to fight the ice shinobi. And then like then he beat both of them, but he was like he he was so tired he couldn't even move. So like the next so, like the like the next big hulking black dude with the stereotypical lips and all that. <laughs> yeah. Trash. But yeah, like <laughs> like so as he's beating the crap out of Karama, like it cuts to Yusuke with a spirit gun aimed at him. Keep in mind, if Yusuke pulls the trigger on the spirit gun, mm. he loses, and the girl's gonna kill him. Oh, but like, yeah. yeah, like so, like he was like he was willing to put his own life on the line because mm. at this point in the game, he could not have beaten the girl. So had he done this, he would have died. Yeah, so I'm saying, but like he was just about, I have to protect my friend. That's all that's on my mind. So I'm like, yes, Yusuke, like that's yeah, that scene is awesome to me. It's just, it's so much greatness in the Dark World tournament. Oh man, yeah, I think all the yeah all the main characters played off like really well. Like I like when you talk about Karama. Karama had some dope, some dope fights, especially when Yoko had to come out. Oh yeah, like she like, I love both versions of Karama. Like cause I, I don't like I'm, I'm I might be a bit uh I haven't watched Yu Hakusho in a while. It's like mm-hmm. I don't believe Yoko Karama was as uh tactical as as traditional like red hair Karama because like he he had more power so he didn't really need to be as tactical. That but then again like he might have been a tactical. I don't I don't quite remember. Yeah, he was like one of the top thieves back in the day. Um. During that, you know, like the what you call them, Demon World Kings or something like that, mm-hmm. he ran with one of them, the blind one, and he uh, yeah, it was like one of the top thieves. And then you know, the blind one didn't really want to deal with. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, man, oh my god, I try right. to think like what's what. But yep. do you think Gen Kai should have stayed dead when she fought the girl? Because like people go back and forth about that a lot online. Like, did she <sighs> like? Do you think that would have been like a fine send off for her, just like for her because she was like so actually involved in the Tagoro Yusuke narrative compared to, like, later where she's more of a peripheral character? Do you think that could have just been a good send-off for her right there? Okay, so if she would have died in a Dark World tournament, I wouldn't have known that she played video games (laughs) in season three. Okay. And she had some, (laughs) like, knowing knowing Genkai played video games threw me the hell off. Especially at the age, like, and then she had like some nice witty. She got nice witty banter. Yeah, like I, that's why, I like that's why even I love like when it comes to the show. When we talk about people bouncing off each other. I'm not just talking about the core four, mm-hmm. like Kawinma, Botan, like Gen Kai. Like yeah. it's just a very like even uh, that ogre dude that uh, that Kawinma's always messing with. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. like his assistant. Like there's like there's so much care put into these characters, and it's like yeah, it kind of cheapens it. But at the same time, I do want them to live because they they had they got so much good chemistry with each other. I, I don't know. Like I, I, I in retrospect, like the like it was cool that like like I believe like later on like Jin and mm-hmm. the Ice Dude and Cho and my little man with the yo yo like because I believe like they were not in their own group mm-hmm. in the Dark World tournament. They became like a foursome like later on. Yeah. And yeah, like again, uh, Kai like she she trained them to become S class demons. Like yes, that part's awesome, but I'm saying like I don't know, just like just for the sake of like the the actual narrative and story, like it might have had a bit more punch to it if if yeah, like if she'd have died. All right, so think about this: in a Dark World tournament, there was a lot of fake deaths. It was, it yeah. really was. <laughs> like I can't even deny the fact that like everybody who looked like they was about to die didn't die. Because the Kuwabara death scene was fantastic. Yeah, that like, was. But I didn't want him to die right there. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I loved, like, how how much of, like, of a badass Yusuke was treated up up until this point in the story. But, mm-hmm. like, he was he was literally on his hands and knees 
begging Tagoro not to kill Kuwabara. Yeah. Because he knew there was nothing he could have done. Yeah, that's true too. And then the fact that he had to play it off like he did. Like Kuwabara talked about some, oh yeah, I had to play that one off. Like, I don't know, I kind of felt some, some type of way about that one too. Just then, like, just like stop, like stop trying to like shove in like deaths that they're not gonna, they're not gonna stick. Yeah, that I don't know that person. I think that can be a bit of a con towards the show, like mm-hmm. those two instances. Cause like, yeah, like I, I don't know, like I don't, I don't like fake deaths. Like, uh, like with Dragon Ball, like deaths began to, began to get cheapened a lot because of Dragon Balls. So no, so just just let people stay dead. <laughs> but you know, cool bars should have stayed alive. I, I agree with that. Yeah, and well, that's actually a good one. Oh yeah, like, can we talk about that cave scene with Yusuke? <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic! <laughs> yeah, like it's, see, like I said, so many great scenes in Dark World Tournament. Like normally, I I, I, I used to always say Chapter Black was the better of the two, because we're gonna get into that in a second. But mm-hmm. I don't know, like Dark World Tournament is just is phenomenal. Yeah, it's like he he in the he in the cave. Genkai gives him that blue orb in his stomach. He's like, like head button the cave walls. She tried to help him back off the old bitch. Like, hey, oh like, yeah, just <laughs> snapping that Genkai. I'm, yeah. I'm like, don't talk to her like that. But <laughs> but he had to do it. He really had, oh my God. And the way he, like, you can really feel what Yusuke was going through. Like, what was it? Like 23 minutes worth of yelling on, like, I was on Hulu watching it. <laughs> like, like this, man, this man was suffering. He had, like, blood coming out of some of his orifices. Like, it was it was true suffering. But he was like, I mean, my alternative is have the girl beat the shit out of me and kill my friends. I'm saying, like, <laughs> you, you do what you got to do, man. Yeah, he did, yeah. You can't, yeah, he had to do it. And then, like, poof. Sold the scene on me because we know that's like his inner, his inner soul or something like that. You talking about like when uh like the spirit like the big bird like flew after he broke the cuffs. You're talking about that part? No, oh, you about like, it, like it, in the cave. Okay, like a pool. He was like he was sick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool too. Like that's all. That's also emasculating, like in a good way that we find out use case ain't nothing but a little bird. Yeah, I like I like when Pooh transforms though, cause like transform Pooh looks like a, like a Pokemon. He looks really cool. Yeah, he evolved to a Moltres. Like. Yeah, yeah, like like an Articuno Moltres hybrid type thing. It was dope. Yeah, that was sweet. That was cool. And uh, yeah, like like the girls send off. I, I think because like yeah, like I don't know, like he, he and since we have like their 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 different reasons as to why I like them, but overall I prefer Tagoro. Mm. And just be it just it was just because like he he like you can say like he he sold his soul pretty much for power. Yeah. And then like you can tell like when he died like he really grew he he be he like he, he grew as a villain because he figured out that that was not where it's at. Yeah. Okay. All right. So before we move on to chapter black, I just want to say, Tagoro is the nigga. Because if a ring broke, he carried that bitch on his shoulders <laughs> to the next ring. See, why, why do I not remember? Like that thing, like that's something that I should remember. Like you bringing a ring with you, but yeah, that, I'm really drawing a blank on that. <laughs> How? <laughs> How? Like, it's, it's been a couple of years since I watched you, Akira. I just remember like a lot of like the key points and like what stands out to me. So I've seen it multiple times. I do remember like a lot of stuff about it, but like certain things I do forget. I'm not gonna lie, that's a key point because that nigga lifted a whole ring. A whole ring. That's like Cell waiting at the Cell games, making the making the Cell making the Cell arena. But this nigga brought the arena to the one ter- to to the one stadium to the other on his shoulder on his back. Why wasn't it just another ring already? Like why why was it only one ring if it was two arenas? They needed a spirit, and he brought that bitch. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, chapter black. Uh, chapter. 
Black. It's it, it's great. Like I, I love like Chapter Black because of like the the darkness and like the like the it's, it's, it became more like about morality. Yeah, like like since we like his his backstory, I found to be more interesting than Tagoro's. I found like Tagoro to be like a better character, but since yeah, we yeah. had the better backstory, like yeah, we get introduced to him. Like he's you know like the, the whole the whole introduction of the seven was great. Yeah, it was. You you can't lie because all he did was fight demons, and next thing you know, you you fighting dark humans this time. Like the doctor, like the doctor fight, like for like to, for it to be like so low stakes on. What like yeah like you just get him off the floor with the doctor like like obviously but I'm saying like it, like because like he he has to hold back because he doesn't want to kill a human so like you yeah. get like you get a new like a new like like a new what's the, what's the word I'm thinking of like, like perspective yeah like the another like really great part about the doctor fight to me was the change in. Like the the tone, like like the like oh, the, yeah, the yeah. visual tones, because yeah, yeah. uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf pointed this out to me, and he, he's a great channel. Check him out, and just like it was like it was so dark, and it was just it was very very gritty looking. Cause yeah, it, it was yeah. a very grave situation for Yusuke. He like he didn't want to kill him. He didn't. He did, and I still struggle to figure out how he got past that situation. Cause it because Yusuke's not a murderer. Did he kill him? I don't remember. Actually, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on that one myself. I'm not even sure if he did or not. Yeah, I think I got to rewatch Chapter Black. That's how good it was. Yeah. It's like, damn, I don't even remember half the stuff they supposed to survive. Because the, tor- the territory system. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was actually very interesting. Especially remembering Karamas when they first had the, when, when Yusuke got to the schoolyard and got jumped. Then next, you know, you find out he in the territory. You're gonna oh, kidnap yeah. him. Yeah. So when it came to word games, because yeah, when it comes to the ter- uh, ter- territories, it was all cerebral. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't power your way through, as we know. When they went, and then he ain't trying to overpower those two guys. Like I'm not listening to these niggas. <laughs> next thing you know, you get frozen. <laughs> Yeah, just like it's really just a really interesting arc. Like the like the morality, like as I was saying earlier, mm. was uh the the waterman when he like when he was actually like describing whoever whoever did his voice for that for that scene was great. Like when he was like describing like what he actually saw on Chapter Black. Oh yeah. And like yeah, like remember like like you I could show up the Japanese show and it was a part of it where he was talking about the Hiroshima bombings. Yeah. So, like so yeah, like stuff that like really hit close to home, like to a Japanese viewer. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like that, like stuff like that, like that actually hits, like because like yes, you like humanity has like a lot of darkness in it, like it's easily like the most evil species on the planet. So mm-hmm. I'm saying like yeah, it was just like it was like a whole different beast in terms of what it tackled compared to previous arcs. Oh yeah, yeah, hey, I definitely agree with that. I always thought like when it came to the chapter black though, I felt like they just had a dark work, like you know, like the dark web. Like this had it in one tape. Yeah, just all on one tape. And I, I even love like like for Evox for he to be a protagonist. Like I love that originally his whole goal because he was like I've been looking for this tape for a while. Like we gonna kill since we no doubt, but I'm watching this tape <laughs> once we're done. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want all the evils, man. Yeah, like this is just such a lovely little edge lord he is. Oh man, they took that tape really serious. But yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense. I mean, sometimes I couldn't buy into it, but. Like, how they carried on with it, it became more believable. 
In a sense, like... Elaborate what you mean. So, like, you know, it's like cognitive dissonance or whatever. But, like, the more... Like, it all take gonna turn you evil. But the more I seen how people, like, reacted to the tape, and it's, it probably was like, damn, what's on that tape? Like, <laughs> like I kind of want to see, but I'm like, damn, the way they, the way they turned the wild, I don't think I want to see it. Yeah, it, it was it was like just to like because like that's the whole like since we saw a mindset of like humanity's evil it must be destroyed he yeah. was like basically i'm saying like he's like this is my point like just like but like still like is is like he, you could tell like he's a he was a very very like that whole incident of him like seeing the like mm-hmm. him seeing like the the humans that he was protecting yeah. to be torturing the demons that that you know they thought that they were that he and that he was led to believe are the bad guys, just like to see his mind break like that. Yeah, that that's that's one of the like standout scenes of the show. That's what that's stuff like that is like why I would say that he has a better backstory than Tagoro. It wasn't it wasn't it brilliant that they brought back the Yukina torturing into it, like to show that little continuity between the two. Yeah, I I was like, oh okay, so it's more meaning to it than like just saying it was an evil take. Cause we actually seen him being tortured, yeah, and he like, was tortured by a human. So yeah, like it, like he he has some some points to what he said, but I'm saying like he's he's a villain, and I definitely don't think that you know humanity should should be exterminated. But yeah, even like when he was like oh, like trying to open the portal, he was like, I do have regrets here. Like he was like, I am about to like have all the dogs and cats and all the trees destroyed. Like mm-hmm. like I'm gonna lose a lot of the stuff that I love. But he was like, it's worth it just to see humans who he, who he thinks we're gonna like eventually destroy the earth anyway mm-hmm. he's like at least like at least it's getting destroyed on my terms instead of me watching you all do it yeah it's like what else what he was gonna do he wasn't gonna be diplomatic about it i still i still really hate the one thing i really didn't like about shansui's character was the multiple personality disorder thing that's what happened when you watched the tape <laughs> I guess <laughs> like I don't know that part really just felt unnecessary like like I always think about this like I'm a, like one of my guys has a gun for a hand why does he have a gun for a hand like just off the mindset what <laughs> just off the mindset so it's like you gotta replace your whole hand you put a gun right there. You could have just you could have had a gun in your hand, like <laughs> and got got the same effect. Your whole hand becomes a gun. That's why you watch the tape, man. Stupid. <laughs> not not it's not a flawless show. I will say that. Oh my god! But the scene of uh, him turning into Shinobu and then like tapping Yusuke's like, forearm and mm. then breaking it, and Yusuke's like screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh yeah, that scene's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, hit hard too. Like like a lot of the screaming. Oh my god, especially from Yusuke. Yeah, a guy who it was it was a pretty tough guy, so you know it's it's not it's not easy to get that type of you know type of reaction out of him. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah Yusuke's death scene. Oh, look, another fake death scene. This <laughs> <laughs> model them all <laughs> one by one. Out of out of all the fake death scenes, like uh, you know, at least this one had like a better payoff at least. Would you would you say that? Yeah, because you know because he got re- you know got revived, and I mean the the show started to get a bit convoluted at this point actually. Like once, I think once they said he was part demon, then I'm like, uh, okay. But still, like I was into it. Like I like the like the 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 scene of him uh, of rising, like uh, taking over Yusuke and like just beating the absolute shit out of Sensui. It's fantastic. Like especially like the part like when it was just, like there's him on the ground, he's just throwing punches at his body. Yeah. Like and, like he's like stomping on him and just like it's like just like just to see how brutal that like that like rising made him. It was. It was a very, it was a very different change of pace. 
Yeah. I will say also the build up before like they cut the um you know the the build up in the cave and we trying to figure out if Corbara gonna cut the you know the cords. Oh the like the, the dimensional sword thing. Yeah. Like I always thought like I feel like that build up was pretty nice. Cause I'm over here thinking like, yeah, they, they over here building up Corbara and say, Yeah, he got the power to do something. Yeah, so the we, dimensional sword was like that was a very, very interesting ability. Cause it was like he could pretty much kill anybody with that. Like, I don't care, like, how strong you are. If he can hit you with it, yeah. he can kill you. Yeah. But it's he, like he the one thing. skilled enough to hit people with it. Man. Did he even hit somebody with that sword? Nah, I think he just used it to go to a different, like, go to the demon world. I think that's all he really did with it. But my all-time <laughs> favorite Karama scene does come from this arc. And that's when he, uh, when he, when he trapped Elder Tagoro in that, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, like to grow, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, slashing away at nothing, like, until, like, for eternity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tagoro had it coming, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, Karama, like, like, his, like, the whole psychological tactician, like, that, the Karama's dope, man. Oh, yeah, Karama came through in that season. He, he didn't, he didn't took down the, what was that, what was that guy called? Like, what they had to play, like, the Alphabet game or something like that? I forgot what type of mental game they was playing. They, they you couldn't repeat the same word. You had to use different words, and you had to fight that. You know, I like when them earlier psychics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had to play against that child. I think the child with Karama that would that hit me kind of hard. Oh, with the game master. Yeah, because he found out he like the the child still in play mode. Yeah, and he was like the, like when it starts to set in for the like you know for the game master, they're like, yes, I'm about to die. And like, yeah, that that scene really hit because like. Like that that showed you like how like how twisted since we could get because he really signed Game Master up for this and he didn't really know what was going on. He just wanted a friend. Yeah, like like since we like since we was dope. And then Karama had to kill a child, like, oh wow. Yeah, I, I do I do love the visual a lot from that when it was just like when it just Game Master was laying dead on the floor and Karama, like there's no there's no triumph in him. Like, he's just looking with his... I don't think you can see his eyes in the shot. His bangs covered up his eyes, and that's like, that's anime drama 101. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Once you don't see the eyes, it got real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shoot. But yeah, Chapter Black, even though it, like, it did have a couple of hiccups in terms of, like, logic, it, it's still a fantastic arc to me. Oh, yeah, this armor was stupid. I mean, let's get out of the way. Yeah, I wasn't feeling either armor. <laughs> I wasn't either. feeling it, man. <laughs> I wasn't feeling I'm sorry. Do you think that this show ended on a high note with the last arc? The uh, the Three Kings arc. Okay, you know what's funny? What? I I think when it came to Three Kings arc, it was getting good right up until Use K said, "Let's make a tournament." I agree. <laughs> like once yeah, he said I the tournament thing, I'm like, "Yeah, nah, you lost me." Because yeah, now like, y'all just trying to do Dark World tournament again. Yeah, like we already saw tournaments. I'm like an uh. Like I, it was like some report of like yo, like uh, Yoshiro Tagashi when like toward like the the, the cancel like not the cancellation but the end of Yu Hakusho like mm-hmm. he said that he was going through like a like physical and mental you know crap the you know be, like because of all of the like the the stress and the strain of being a weekly mangaka uh-huh. it's a it's a rough job like the fact that Akira Tor- Akira Toriyama managed to do it like in the eighties and the nineties for so long is. Is like it, like pat him on the back because like that's hard. Yeah, shout out like, to his editors too. Yeah, like you can even like, you can even tell now like with like with all these hunter hunter hiatuses like the like the the grind of being a mangaka is really grinding down to Gashi. Yeah. So yeah, I think that 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 kind of tainted like the end of Yu Yu Hakusho. Like I kind of wish that they would have uh, pulled the end of Evangelion and just made like a movie. You know what? They they didn't make a movie. 
I mean, they made the Poltergeist report, but it was like, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, the end of Evangelion is like, is actually like, is like part of the. the oh, yeah, the I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked if, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could, like, you know, retcon some of uh, the Yu Yu Hakusho Three Kings arc and then redo it in a movie a la, a la End of Evangelion. What parts would you keep from Three Kings, though? Uh, probably everything up until you, like, like you said, like, probably everything up until the tournament part. And then I'm saying, like, because, uh, you know, it, it like, different, different things could have happened. Like, I would have liked, let's say, it could have been, like, an actual, like, a war. It wasn't, like, that, that's what, like, yeah. it was supposed to be a war that was, like, looming over. And, but then, like, oh, let's just make it a tournament. The war would have been way more interesting to watch. Oh, my God, because you built up Karama. You built up here. You built up UK. And they would have. on the mantle. Yeah, and they would have been fighting on, like, separate sides, right? Yeah, like a three-way uh brawl. Cause yeah, it really didn't seem like Yusuke really wanted to be the Demon King. He didn't. He really did. He they kept they, they kept calling him his father, but they keep saying like, and that was like the one thing we didn't know about Yusuke. What was his father? At? And they you know they try to just kind of say that that's his dad, but not really because it's like because Ryan is thousand like, years. Yeah, he's the, like an ancestor, yeah. not like this is regular old dad. They just kept saying father though. That, that kind of bugged me a little bit. Not gonna lie. I mean, that's all he had. That's all he could compare to. That's not a good comparison. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, I, but if we had to keep something when it came to Three Kings, I do want to see that fight between Yusuke and the blind guy again. Oh, uh, Yomi. Yomi, yeah. Yeah, I like the part in that fight to where, like, Yusuke just stops midway through and he was like, I don't even know why I'm here. Like, that really, like, because like, Yusuke, like, he spent, like, he spent, like, you know, this time, like, in these in these big death matches against these impossibly strong opponents. And mm-hmm. he's fighting, he's fighting right now against, like, a very, very strong opponent. He's not even getting that rush that he used to get. Because, like, that that actually showed a lot of growth for me in Yusuke because he lost that part of him that felt the need to fight in order to feel something. Like, like his hole that was inside of him, he filled it. Like, with, yeah. with his friends and with Keiko and his responsibility as a spirit detective, he, he finally came to the realization that there was more to life. And like, how you get an inspiration in, in the middle of beating somebody else? Yeah, like, Yusuke grew from episode one pretty much to the end of the series. There was always some form of growth going on with him as a character. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah, that comes right right when we left, we, we started the podcast, though, because we saw him grow. Like, we saw him not want to fight nobody no more. That was his stick. That was his thing. The whole time. The whole time. And it became full circle. I think we're going to wrap it up at about that. So, yes, uh, email me at a g17pod at gmail.com with any uh, like any notes or like uh, questions or anything, and I'll read them on the next podcast. And uh, this is Malik Gaines. This is Ricky Green. And signing off.